think they got the answers, I change the questions. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Are you chewing gum? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Almost Sideways Movie Podcast. My name is Adam, and we have a fun conversation on Daily Notes today. And I have, I'm have i joined by another Almost Sideways guy, person, contributor, and that is Mr. Todd Plucknett. How are you doing, Todd? Doing good. Excited to be here. I, lo- I love the topic. I love the topic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, today's topic, guys, if you haven't seen, uh, if you, you're probably seeing some stuff on YouTube or you click on, on our website, almostsideways.com. We're talking about zombie movies because the new release of Army of the Dead on Netflix and also Cinemark. We could probably talk about that in a little bit, too. Uh, Army of the Dead direct, directed by Zack Snyder. So today's episode, we're going to be going back to, I already forgot the year it came out. 2008, right? Dawn of the Dead? 2004. Okay. Let me say something to you as a friend. You suck. We're going to go back to 2004 and look at Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead remake. We're going to give you guys some zombie movie recommendations. Should be a fun conversation on that. And give you guys some zombie talk as well. And um, and I will also, at the end of the episode, give you guys my thoughts on Army of the Dead. And I'm sure you'll see Todd's rating and maybe conversation a little bit later on a different episode at some point, probably. Uh, first off, I guess we have to start off with epi- every episode like this when we're together. What are you drinking today, Todd? Uh, well, this is a cocktail that has coconut rum and pineapple nectar. So it's Ooh. sort of like a pina colada thing. And uh, it, it, I mean, it's I mean, sugary, but it is super good. I almost got I got a whiskey sour vibes with Jameson. Sometimes that's what I like the coloration looks, but that sounds yeah delicious well i got uh my unofficial drink now i don't know if you can see it right above my right shoulder that's maker's mark right there so i got some maker's mark whiskey in my seven seas brewing uh glass so cheers brother if i had thought it through i would have gotten uh, so, uh like a six pack of dead guys or something but you know that was a missed opportunity that's uh, if terry was here he would have done that he would have so shout out to terry and his unique beer choices <laughs> anyway guys so uh, today's conversation is on zombies and zombie movies and their relevance and horror as, as uh, some other conversations too. Let's start off with that. I think, uh, are you a big fan of zombies and zombie movies per se? Oh yeah. Zombie movies are pretty much my favorite kind of horror movie. Uh, it's, it's not just the fact that they are totally unique, like, uh, like villains to have in movies and like like uh, just like watching zombies is fun but it's like they're they're able to portray like the social commentary a lot better than almost any other horror movies are like because uh, zombie movies have endless possibilities and they're constantly being reshaped in, into different kinds of uh, in different kinds of movies and that yeah zombie movies are are, are the pinnacle of the horror for me yeah it it they are fantastic, kind of a villain, a foe to go up against. If either if it's if up in a movie, a TV show like The Walking Dead, or even uh, video games like Resident Evil, uh, the remakes for the PS4 are fantastic, like Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. Other games, they're a very big pop culture phenomenon that has has kind of re uh, kind of got re-energized as of late, uh, and it's fantastic. You know, I don't think they've ever kind of air quotes died off. <laughs> I think that's probably a good word. The zombie craze has never died off, but it's become more of a, a prominent thing. It's kind of like when Twilight hit, vampires and werewolves kind of hit the forefront really hot and heavy there. 
but zombies have always kind of been there and it just takes a one movie to get them like a lot more zombie movies hit the hit the mainstream too well, so and they are still sort of a a new thing relatively in film because they were pretty much created by George A. Romero in 1967 yeah so, i mean it's like they I mean, it's still a new idea that that is constantly being redone. I mean, it could be comedies, it could be like slasher type stuff, it could be pretty much any kind of movie, and and zombies are going to still be a really cool thing to have in your movie. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was looking up on Wikipedia as fantastic little like right up there is like a zombie every zombie movie like ever known to man on there and they give like little little small little snippets on them too like you can see so many different countries are finally jumping on board like i saw like this the first chilean a uh, zombie movie came out in like 2017 and it was like such a low budget movie there was a this i can't remember exactly what it's called it was like uh it was juju or something like that it, but it was uh it was the only it was made for zero it had no budget but it was a zombie movie and it was shown in, it was from um, in Africa. This, this uh, zombie movie was, I'm like, I got to try to find that movie because <laughs> that's gotta be a unique experience. Having a $0, but zero budget being a zombie movie. How did this look like it? This had to be crazy. So I'm going through that list and it's just been a, uh, kind of fascinating it's like so many movies i thought i had never even heard of or seen so i gotta take knock off some of those uh, movies off that list yeah and being the genre i mean it's so it's almost always practical effects and so you can make it for a super small budget and it and uh the the makeup effects like you, you see kind of like the making of with like the walking dead and stuff and that's obviously now like high higher budget stuff because it's so popular but like when they were starting out, like I mean, it, it was it was pretty low budget stuff, and it and still looked legit. And and that's I mean, zombies because there's no form of a zombie that we know that is going to be better than others. They all are legitimate in their own ways. Like you can make any like a zombie look more like a human, or you can make them look completely like dripping in blood and well, half a head or something, and they'll it's never going to seem out of place. Yeah, or like the one of the movies we'll be talking about with no legs, just moving around some piping in a garage with their arms. Like it's like they're uh, in Dawn of the yep. Dead. Uh, it's it, and there's also like zombies that can talk in certain movies. They can feel emotion. There's it's all different interpretations of zombies, and it's kind of a it's a fascinating fascinating little piece of sub uh, sub horror like villains. You don't really when you think of horror villains, you don't really maybe think zombies, but they're there and they're they're it's amazing to watch some of these films because it's there's they're unique in their own way even the bad ones are kind of there's they do something different with them as well so that's what my little quick take on it so agreed yeah uh, was there any uh, zombie movies that i know we we're talking about zombie movies a little bit later giving some recommendations was there some movies that you clearly haven't watched yet that you're you kind of really need to or want to uh i haven't seen the train to Basan sequel i oh, i, I, I do None. I, I can't think of any that really stand out. I've only this is the uh, this Dawn of the Dead's the only one of the remakes of the Romero movies that I've seen. So I guess that's sort of a blind spot. I know that some of those got got to be somewhat popular, but I, I can't really think of any that that are like serious blind spots. There's one that I yeah the um I've seen a couple of the Romero ones like uh, Day of the Dead starred Nick Cannon Canyon and um. I can never pronounce her name right. I cannot can think of it right now, but she played in American Pie and American Beauty. Oh, um, Mina Suvari. Yeah, but she was like this this military uh, uh, in the the army or whatever, and she was like a military badass. I couldn't picture her as that character, but in Day of the Dead, 
that's what she was. So Day of the Dead's uh, kind of batshit crazy. That's when like everything's like gone to hell in uh, in Romero's universe. So I mean, I, I could I could see how the remake of that would be just like super like bonkers and gory. Yeah, I don't like I kind of panned by critic. I think it's like a seventeen on Rotten Tomatoes. But here in the Daily Vasquez house, it's a it's a, a fan a favorite we found at the pawn shop. Thank you, Cash America. And uh, yeah, we've watched we watched every couple months, and it, it's a fun it's a fun movie. It's you know. It's, it's it's a fun but anyway my blind spots some of the romero films actually i haven't quite seen yet like the dawn dawn and day of the dead i haven't actually seen the originals of them so that's all that's on me i actually just watched night of the living dead for the first time a couple a uh, couple months ago so i'm i, I even me like i'm i've seen a lot of the popular ones but not uh those are the, the romero ones are ones i need to definitely catch up i hope that'd be awesome if uh criterion does a romero a criterion collection because i know they did night of the living dead and i have that one um on in criterion yeah. but it'd be cool to see if they do like a box set of the romero stuff so yeah they should i mean he didn't make all that many movies overall like I, he had what six of his uh dead movies and then he had some other horror stuff that he did but he is but he really is list isn't that long they could easily make a, a really cool box set of his stuff because they really are like independent movie like royalty at this point because he, he he did things differently than than almost any other horror director at that time yeah that that, that is very true and especially when you have box sets you know like a popular god like godzilla got a box set a couple years ago so have a zombie box set on halloween that'd be this is this is a million dollar idea right there criterion there you go <laughs> I'm in. Really, yeah, I'm in. I'll be. I'll be get that one for sure. Anyway, uh, one movie I did think of that well, my friend just raved about. It's called One Cut of the Dead. Uh, it's a uh, film came out in 2017, and the synopsis is: Don't stop shooting. Okay, things go badly for a, a hack director and a film crew shooting a low-budget zombie movie in an abandoned Second World War Japanese facility when they are attacked by real zombies. <laughs> so they're filming a zombie movie and the director's like we're gonna keep filming this even though they're getting attacked by real stuff i've heard it's just batshit crazy and i i really want to see it. it came out in 2017 one cut of the dead uh gotta gotta get my hands on that i think it just sounds great oh another one i haven't seen the dead snow movies i remember when oh. those came out that i really wanted to watch this but they i haven't that's that i have not gotten to yet zombie nazi zombies in the snow what more of entertainment <laughs> yeah. can you ask? It's, it's like a dream. <laughs> it's a dream come true. You're killing two of the worst uh, villains of all time. <laughs> a real one and a, a fake one. There we go. Uh, anyway, uh, how about we jump into our first conversation? Because we're talking about zombie movies. We might as well just knock out the, uh, the zombie movie recommendations list. So I'm going to pop up our little slide here. We're talking zombie movies. If you didn't already know, everybody, zombie movies is the conversation. So uh, I think we're going to give you guys... Uh, maybe five rec recommendations for zombie movies. It could be some of our our favorite zombie movies that we watch. Maybe they're not rated the best by other people, but for us, this is something that you should definitely take a look at. Uh, are, is there any movies before we get started, Todd, that just missed your kind of like the ones you really would push hard to what for people to watch? Well, well, I mean, I don't know. That's not really how I organized this, but okay. Well, how I, how did you how did you organize <laughs> well, it? Actually? I, I sort of I sort of have a top five that are representing different kinds of things in zombie movies, and then I have my honorable mentions, which are just like the best ones. Otherwise, okay. Now let's just jump into your first one, then, and then we'll go we'll go from there. The first on my list. The first on your list, yes, sir. So, like my number five, <laughs> sort of, I have. Uh, 
is 2007's uh, Planet Terror, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Because, I mean, uh, Grindhouse is like a top five movie going experience in my life, but Planet Terror is just movie going bliss. Like, it, it, it gets the genre. And it's so gloriously over the top that it's an absolute riot to watch. Like, if I'm talking, like, comedic uh, things uh, in zombie movies, like, things that don't take itself seriously, I will point to this one 100% of the time. Like, there's, like, so much iconic shit. There's the the, the machine gun leg girl. There's Tarantino playing a rapist. And there's, like, the, the zombies are, like, constantly mutating and getting scarier. Like, it's it's nuts. Like, if you haven't seen Planet Terror, definitely do it. it you can rent it basically anywhere. It's not free anywhere right now, but it's worth checking out if you haven't watched it yet. And that is one that I need to watch, actually. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There's a big blind spot. There we go. So I'm recommended to watch that movie. There we go. Yeah, I've, I've always wanted to watch that one. For whatever reason, I just... I, I actually checked it out from the library one time, but then I got busy that week and I had to return it and without watching it. So I'm like, yeah, I need to... should have watched it. <clears throat> but definitely check, check that one out. I guess I got... I, mine, I didn't really have anything ranked. I just had a bunch of... like I really want to talk about so i guess as my number five i would probably say let me see here i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with little monsters which you can actually find on hulu uh with lupita nyong'o so she is a kindergarten teacher that have you seen this movie by the way Tom? i have not okay so lupita nyong'o is a kindergarten teacher who they go on a field trip with the, the kindergartners to this uh, place. And then all of a sudden this uh, government facility, which is kind of close by uh, has a zombie outbreak and all the zombies are coming out and Lapita and I, this other guy needs to kind of help keep these kids alive and uh, kill off a bunch of zombies. And Lapita has his way of keeping the kids calm by singing Taylor Swift and having some outrageous uh, killing scenes with of zombies. And it's a very creative and unique uh, zombie experience. It has one of my favorite actresses in the film. So I was immediately just kind of charmed by it. And it's very, it, it's a cute zombie film that it's uh, kind of worth the watch. And it's, it's streaming on Hulu. It's one of their Hulu properties. So if you have Hulu, I would definitely check it out because it's kind of fun. It's a unique kind of zombie experience and, Taylor Swift, zombies, Lupita, kind of what more can you ask for uh, in uh, a zombie movie? So there you go. Yeah, I didn't actually know there was a zombie movie. I, I remember when that came out, but now I definitely will watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's a very unique thing because I, my we just started playing and I was like, this is a zombie movie. I didn't quite realize, I just knew it was kind of a funny, uh, looked like a funny movie from the trailer, but I didn't quite put two and two together that it was a zombie film. And Lapita kicking ass as a this kindergarten teacher was pretty awesome. So, what's your next one? Uh, so I, I, I watched this movie. I, I don't know if you've uh, heard it or heard of it or seen it. It's uh, an Irish movie called The Cured, directed oh, by David heard of this one, yeah. Brain from 2018. It's basically in the world where uh, there's uh, a cure for uh, the zombie virus, and um, uh, Elliot Page isn't it? Um, but uh, it's a like so the cured are like discriminated upon by the rest of society because they still people don't trust their impulses and stuff. And then there's also the infected that haven't been cured yet, and they are like caged. And then there's like an uprising by the cured to uh, be treated fairly. It's a it's a decent movie, but this is an example of what I was talking about with like the social commentary kind of thing because like you could easily see parallels to society and stuff. It, it, it's almost like a in a like a 
I can't, I can't, I can't even think of what the movie's called. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, well, it's a fascinating idea, and um, it, it's it's a first film too by that by the director David Frain, and it's a yeah, it, it is a it's a really cool movie. It's on it's on Hulu as well. If you want to watch it, but yeah, I, I stumbled across that movie, and I yeah, I was pretty much I, I was loving it. Nice right, on Hulu, and it's called The Cured. Nice. I got to take that, take a look at that. Then that that sounds pretty interesting and a kind of a really fun experience too. So, my next film is a film that you I know that you let me borrow, and I um, I was kind of going through things. I didn't wasn't the first one I thought of, but I'm like, if you really like crazy uh, practical effects that are really gory, really bloody. I would check a movie. This movie goes by two different names, dead alive and brain dead directed by Peter Jackson from 1992 or 1994, depending on where you find the, the date right. for it. Uh, but a dead alive brain dead is this kind of a crazy, fascinating film that was really hard to keep my eyes on because of how in your face, some of these effects are, but I, I, I think it does kind of qualify as a zombie movie because there's dead creatures coming back and coming after this guy and trying to kill him and it, there's this crazy sequence where he gets a, a lawnmower and just starts mowing down people with it and it's wow it's it's a very unique experience for uh, this kind of zo zombie uh, culture and having peter jackson when you think peter jackson you think of what lord of the rings and you don't think of this movie that's very under the radar but dead alive slash brain dead i think it's actually on our website twice in both years with the di different names as well uh uh but anyway yeah that's what i would say brain dead dead alive yeah that was actually the next one engine. i was going to talk about too like that oh movie, there we go it's, it's one of the goriest like nastiest movies but it's like freaking hilarious too like it starts it with is. like uh uh someone getting bit by a rat monkey and it's just like a disgusting scene but uh it's it's fantastic and yeah seeing jackson go from this to lord of the rings it it, it makes almost no sense, but it, it's it's awesome because like that that also gives this movie some sort of like a cult status. Otherwise, it uh, it probably would just be like lost in history. But it's like schlocky and trashy. But it's like it's a perfect zombie movie, and they never actually use the word zombie in like a lot of these movies because you can kind of you can kind of just like make what you want from what what they are. They're the living dead basically. But unfortunately, this movie isn't streaming anywhere, not even to rent. But uh, I would definitely recommend buying it because if you like anything to do with zombie movies, this is as good as you're going to get. Yeah. Well, I kind of, I had an idea that you were going to probably mention, but I was like, hey, we got to talk about it. The <laughs> dead. Yeah. It's a crazy little movie. It's kind of a bummer that it isn't streaming anywhere. Um, and, but that gets, that's a good thing about go check out, check your local pawn shops, go to Amazon, go somewhere where you, you can uh, even a half price books, you may be able to find it. And it's, it's worth the, the, however much it says on it because it's just a unique experience. And I think that's uh, probably the best thing you can say about it. It's just one of those ones you got a rat monkey biting somebody. What more do you want? So there we go. Uh, I, I'll probably go uh, my next pick. Was that was that your number three, by the way? Yeah, that was three. Okay. Well, that worked out perfectly. Uh, number it's three. Like for we're me, low. You next time? Or... <laughs> yeah, maybe we should just do more low. Yeah, forget about that rule. Uh, number three for me, I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite films that finished in my top 10 or top 10 of the year. Pretty high, actually. I think it's number top five. And that is Train to Busan. Nice. Probably should have been higher on my list, but uh, I'm not really on board for the re uh, remake version because this uh, fan, this film is fantastic. But Train to Busan is this uh, South Korean film where this father has to get um, his keep his daughter alive, obviously, and they go onto a train 
to Basan, pretty much because that's where the uh, the safe zone is. And what they counter here is some some really fascinating different ways. Zombies on a train. You've heard of snakes on a plane, but have you checked out zombies on a train? That is what you need to watch. The having that the, my favorite se sequences in this movie is when they decide they're going to move train car to train car and they go through these dark moments where the zombies do not move whatsoever. That is some of the most terrifying little sequences in the movie because you are you don't know if they're going to move, if they're not going to move, whatever the case may be. It's it's crazy, and I like seeing the relationship not just with the father and daughter building that those relationships there, but also with the other side characters because there's you know the typical classic characters. You got the douchebag, you got the heroic guy, you got the kind of the guy who's kind of standoffish. You got pretty much everybody you want in this, and there's some really cool deaths in there. I think the ending is actually really cool. Uh, Peninsula, uh, a fun kind of in that world uh, film, not necessarily a sequel, but in that same world, it's it's fun, but not nearly as good as Train to Busan. So definitely check out this film and then yeah, give the other one a watch too. So Peninsula, still fun watch. So yeah, Train to Busan is a great movie, just great exhilarating action zombie stuff. Yeah. That's a great choice. I totally forgot that the, the them crawling over themselves, like making that like zombie ball, like that's in the train. That's great. Like wow, that's fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of imagination in some movies. Like I like in like World War Z, like you like they like are like ants, like they like crawl up each other to get get over the wall and stuff like that. Like I, I love how they're like constantly giving them new new things that they can or that are capable of doing. Like they can actually join together and do things. And, uh, which is even more terrifying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, it's a bummer that David Finch, Fincher is not doing World War Z too. But uh, that anyway, would, that would be awesome. That would have been awesome. But anyway, what's your next pick? Uh, so for my number two, I have the 2013 movie called The Battery, Ooh. by Jeremy Gardner. It's a. Oh. It was his first movie. He's also starred the movie. It was only made for six thousand dollar budget. It's actually sort of a drama, and it feels like genuinely lifelike. It's about these two former baseball players who are in the amidst the zombie apocalypse and it has all the beats of like zombie movies but it's way more like character driven and um the the budget for these movies should always be low i feel like because it's more terrifying when they actually look real and the practical makeup effects and stuff makes them even more effective and and how they're seen and like this is just one of the truly great zombie movies i've seen and, and in, in a different way because you don't see things that are actually like like uh, you actually have uh, characters that you care about necessarily and uh it completely knocked me out when i first watched it it's it's on 2b and it's on canopy so it's pretty widely available for anybody to watch for free there we go this is another one I, I, this is why i love doing these kind of things because there's movies that you've probably never even heard of that uh other people have seen that you should watch so i need to check out pretty much everyone on your list so far there todd thank you <laughs> yes I know a movie. Here's a movie that you have not watched, and I actually wasn't originally going to put this one up there. But we're talking about some campiness. We're talking about low budget movies. We're talking about a lot of humans turning into zombies. But have we talked about animals turning into zombies? So when a tragic, toxic barrel falls into a pond full of beavers, you get zombievers. Oh, nice. So <laughs> so ridiculous. This follows if you love Dead Snow with the Nazi zombies and the overly top ridiculous violence that movie is, Zombievers might be right up your alley. This is a kind of a ridiculous plot. It's a bunch of teenagers, you know, as they do, go out on a kind of like I guess it's spring break or some kind of weekend, getaway weekend. They go out and, you know, 
get in their bikinis and their swimsuits or whatever, go out swimming. And then all of a sudden a zombie apocalypse happens and we don't see just see zombies. We also see a, a zombie bear appears. I, 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 my memory serves me well. I do remember uh, people actually turning into zombies eventually too in the movie. It's a ridiculous gore. It's, it's not exactly overly gory, but you're watching this for the B the B movie level of insanity that this movie does bring it's, it's so cheesy, ridiculous. And it's kind of just like the perfect movie to just have a couple cold ones, watch with your, uh, your buddies and just laugh at how stupidly awesome this movie is. So Zombievers is a movie I'm recommending you to watch with friends. So definitely check that one out if you haven't. Yeah. That could, that kind of trashy horror is something that I really respond to as well. I should, I should definitely check that out. It's, it's pretty ridiculous when you see like teenagers, scared of beavers they're like ah but there's some really cool shots when like the ladies on the raft and they're like all like all these beavers are swimming out to her it's 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 pretty ridiculous you don't ever you never think of uh beavers as being like this crazy horror villain either so right what's your last pick man well, if we're talking recommendations, I mean, it's easy to say like Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead, but those are pretty much seen by most people. So George Romero's best movie to me is Diary of the Dead from 2008. And, yeah, it's a good pick. Uh, it's, um, I mean, Night of the Living Dead's like the most influential movie, obviously. Dawn of the Dead's like the classic, but this is a director at, by 2008. He was at the height of his powers and fully understanding the genre better than anybody else because he invented it. And he plays with it in a way that makes it like present with the times and still like being self-referential. Like it, it kind of takes you back to the first uh, zombie outbreak. It kind of breaks the the timeline. Uh, the, his first four, four movies were all in the same line, but this and his uh, last zombie movie, Survival of the Dead, form their own timeline again. But they still are sort of in the same series. But this one is like a found footage movie, which makes it just even. It's just a brilliant idea for a zombie flick. That's like my other favorite kind of horror movie is found footage, and. Um, Romero kind of makes it look and and feel unlike any other one of his movies, and he's just he's just a master of the craft of making these movies. It's one of the most claustrophobic movies I've I've ever seen, and it was coming off Land of the Dead, which was just like a couple years earlier that he made with a big budget and a big cast, and then here he has like an in, independently produced movie with no names, and I, I think it's fantastic. I mean, it, I know it doesn't have great uh, reviews and it, like it's got a pretty low IMDb score and stuff, but Diary of the Dead is like kind of a masterpiece and it, it, i have it in like my top 10 of 2008 like I, I love the movie and it's it's pretty much available for free everywhere to be voodoo pluto roku others like yeah check out diary of the dead if you like zombie movies you won't be disappointed definitely not going to be disappointed on that one i'm on a second and i think that just got knocked out of my top 10 uh i had to double check that uh but yeah that one is uh, a fantastic film one of my favorite kills probably awesome kills in zombie movies you got to go with the defibrillator scene in the hospital yeah. and he puts him up to the temples and the eyeballs pop out. It's, it's, it's great. It's a great kill there. Uh, that's a great movie. I really, uh, really solid pick there. Yeah. Cause this is more of a, not like the best movies. I think one of my favorite, obviously you mentioned night of the living dead. I would throw up Shaun of the dead is up there with one of the first ever rom-com zombies is a fantastic one by Edgar Wright. Uh, 28 days later, we haven't mentioned yet either. Uh, but the movie, if I'm going to recommend a movie, what more? If you want a good movie for the holiday season of Christmas, you got to go with Anna and the Apocalypse. This is not just a zombie movie, ladies and gentlemen. This is not just a Christmas movie. It's also a musical. Anna <laughs> and the Apocalypse has a great poster of 
bunch of zombie arms, the and a, and a, a can holding a candy cane up in the air. It's 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 kind of a fun, unique time. It's so it's pretty ridiculous, but it's uh it's one of those ones like uh, it's zombie movies like we were talking about is such a just unique kind of a foe for movies, so they can pretty much fit in anything, any genre really. And this Christmas musical horror film is it kind of it does it. It might not have the best kills or anything like that, but it, I got invested in the film enough where I'm like. We, I had a lot of fun. I would love to watch this every Christmas if I could. And sometimes that's just what you want. You don't, you're not looking for the, the goriest film. There's some cool deaths in here. A zombie getting killed by a candy cane. Pretty awesome. Pretty memorable. However, there, this is a fun film. And some of the songs aren't half bad either. So Anna and the Apocalypse kind of was a sleeper hit from a few years ago. One that you should probably check a lot, check a, take a look at. I think it came out in 2017. Around there, give or take a, a year or two. But Anna and the Apocalypse, check it out. How do I not even know this movie? This is <laughs> that's crazy. Like this looks awesome. I'm never yeah, it's it's it. yeah, it's a pretty uh, pretty uh, fascinating one. Like it's like I said, it's one of those ones that has just not the, the craziest kills, and probably other ones are better. But if you're looking for a unique zombie experience, <laughs> throwing three different genres into one movie, bold kind of a bold move, but uh, it kind of paid off. In a way, and I got invested in the Anna character too, so it was, it was really cool to watch. Uh, any other movies, kind of that you would, of course, it's wor worth mentioning these films too. What other films you got? Uh, well, the others that 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 I think are just great movies are Twenty Eight Days Later, Twenty Eight Weeks Later, uh, Paranorman. Oh, uh, good. If you want to count that as a zombie movie? Uh, Shaun of the Dead. You said uh, Zombie Land. What we do in the shadows, obviously. And mm -hmm. one that I really like is The Haunted World of El Super Bisto, which is an animated movie uh, directed by Rob Zombie. And oh, okay. I'm, I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. And like, uh, it's a, uh, yeah, th that, that is something else. But yeah, El Super Bisto is based on his comic book. And there's oh, like movies know. that have like the, like zombie elements that aren't really zombie movies, like The Road and Reanimator and The Crazies. Like, like you could go on and on with like ones that are, aren't, they're not technically living dead, but they have like, they seem like zombies and, and there's a whole nother genre of those type of type of movies. Yeah. That good calls on a lot of those ones. Uh, yeah. There's a whole zombies loose interpretations on all across all films too. So some of the ones I mentioned, I uh, would like to mention record, which is, has several different ones. You can kind of quarantine us with the one that's the American version remake. But right, right. I think the, uh, the original record, the first one is pretty dang fantastic it's so that's almost uh, like demon possession though i'm not i mean that's i mean it's sort of a zombie but it has zombie elements so that, that'd be in that that second category but yeah you're actually opinion, right yeah, I mean, it is obviously it's that is a, a masterpiece yeah the uh, another one i had on my list here too um was vhs 2 uh there's it's not a whole zombie movie these is, these movies are based off segments i'm not a huge fan of them either but uh this there's a sequence where this guy is riding his bike through the woods and he has a GoPro on and it basically takes the form where he finds somebody with a bunch of blood on him and it, it he turns into a zombie with a GoPro um, and he goes and kills people too with a GoPro. It, it's a pretty crazy sequence of VHS too. And of course I have to go with, uh, you know, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. I would have to mention that one as a, being a, a, one of my favorites. Um, we mentioned, um, in the podcast day of the dead, which with starring um, the remake of it, the George Romero is considered probably a better film, but guilty pleasure film. 
uh yeah day of the dead with nick cannon uh and ming rames and what's what's her name again <laughs> mina suvari mina suvari there we go uh yeah not the greatest but my wife grew up on it so we love it so there we go that's what i would pick uh have you seen land of the dead oh uh those like those like that cluster of films that romero did near the end kind of all blend together which which one was land of the dead again uh, I may well, not the, have seen zombies it. are basically taking over everything it's like the humans fighting back kind of it, it's got simon baker he's the main oh character. then i haven't seen I, I know for a fact i haven't seen that one then yeah okay yeah. well that, that was that was i think that was the first ever r-rated movie i watched in the theater it was like 2005 <laughs> like or at least the one that i bought my, bought my own ticket for there and, we go uh, that was yeah that pretty much was what started my zombie movie obsession was like the, the fact that, that movie just like blew my mind at the time <laughs> so i have to check that take a, take a look at that one um state of emergency emergency was a pretty fun one it's it's kind of like 28 uh, days later in a in a sense but uh not not as good but still entertaining movie to watch um i, I guess i'll throw resident evil 2 and 3 uh, up there as well play the video games not the, the movies are okay but play the video games for those I actually found that I had Dawn of the Dead. It was in a two-pack with Land of the Dead. I forgot they even had the DVD. So there we I, go. So I was able to... I didn't actually have to buy it <laughs> or rent it. It's like, nice. oh, yeah. There we it was go. over in my, like, collection area, of, like, the box set collection area. That's why I didn't see it. I was like, I feel like I bought that movie at some point. But... <laughs> That's a good transition right there, Todd. So we're going to be talking about Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. I just got my copy right up here, too. Uh, I got this the Blu-ray... Just normal Blu-ray, the uh, the unrated director's cut. Good, good stuff I there. Three hundred on it uh, from the director of Three Hundred. Oh. Uh, but anyway, Dawn of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder, is what we're going to be talking about today. Vivian, honey, are you okay? just been informed that we are going off the air and switching to the emergency broadcasting system. Look up the road, there's a lot more of them. Why are they coming here? Maybe they're coming for us. Sooner or later they're gonna get in here. Baby's gonna be fine. It's only a matter of time. It's coming. They'll find a way in. Oh God. Uh, anyway, what's your uh, quick thoughts when you think of Dawn of the Dead? Is it positive or negative for you? 
I, I I've always liked it. I, I'd only seen it once until I rewatched it uh, this week. So, but yeah, I mean, it's a yeah. it, it, it is a it's good. It's really good. Yeah, it's. I'm not a huge Zack Snyder fan, mind you. That might be a little controversial to say, but you know, Zack Snyder has been one of those directors. He's a lot of flash, maybe not so much substance in all his films. There's some movies I really do love of his um, Watchmen. I, I really enjoyed the Zack Snyder cut of justice league, which you can find the review on the channel, but Dawn of the dead has been one of my favorite films from him. So I've always been kind of positive on this one. Um, and going back and rewatching, I remember there's a lot of sequences that I thoroughly really enjoyed and dug so we're gonna get into the movie right now i will uh, kind of give you this brief synopsis for the film uh a zombie apocalypse happens and a bunch of people go to the mall today Let's go to the mall today. anyway so groups group of survivors make their way to a mall and they must uh keep back the herd and survive as much as as long as possible and try to find a way to survive I think that's the basics of the plot right there. I think that's pretty much, you can't really go into much depth because there's survive. That's what you have to do in the zombie apocalypse. What really stood out when you watch, what things do you like about the movie? Uh, well, it really is more of like a reimagining than it is a remake. I, I would say, uh, but what, what I like is like, it, it, it constantly is changing what genre it's in. Cause like at the beginning, I feel like it's like, it, it, it sets up like a, like a, early early 2000s slasher or something like that but the mm. zombies are just like vicious and after that it becomes kind of like uh, a thriller-ish thing and then it's just an action movie and uh it's like it's got that like overblown rhythmic production that we have come to expect from Zack snyder and what i also like is that it takes 28 days later which changed the zombie movie game because it made them like fast but uh, and but that movie is sort of grounded in reality. This is still sort of in the fantasy realm a little bit, so it doesn't take itself that all that seriously at all. But uh, I, I mean, I can see I can see why people like to just like uh, see comical violence and brains exploding and and, the, and like uh, zombies ripping people apart. But like I kind of prefer like the this the the more of the found footage kind of feel the the, the smaller budget with the you know. Um, where you might actually get to know the characters a little bit, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, th th this movie does have have the appeal and like these big action sequences. Like, I had completely forgotten about the down with the sickness lounge version thing, which is kind of it's kind of awesome. I, I didn't even know that that song existed. I obviously completely forgot it was in this movie, and uh, that 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 was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was a that's a great little opening to that that when that song plays, it's. It's uh, it's awesome. It makes you like really hyped for <laughs> to kill some zombies too. So, yeah. yeah, for me, this definitely brought back a lot of memories of rewatching it. I've watched it several times over the years. I know you said you've well, this is like your second time or something, but I, I do have memories of watching it just being so hyped out of my mind when things happen on screen. Uh, there's one sequence we'll talk about later that I feel is the one of the most unique and grossest sequences I've ever seen in a zombie movie that happened in here. Uh, that is, I've even now it's really kind of tough to watch, but it's it's so effective in that little sequence. But it breaks up the different genres that you mentioned as well. You definitely feel like there's different points, different acts is a different genre of uh, horror in this the zombie movie. And it, it's I think Zack Snyder, you know, give or take, this is his most un Zack Snydery film. I think 
I think the ending of the movie kind of becomes really Zack Snydery, but the whole other movie is really done in such a great way. You, I would never associate this movie with Zack Snyder unless I absolutely knew already. Uh, but anyway, the what are if you could say what was your like your favorite scene in the movie? Well, I, I liked everything with uh, the the other guy that was on the other building that that they that they were communicating with, and yeah. so like I mean I, like it's obviously like. Uh, kind of funny that they're playing chess or whatever and stuff but like wh- when they actually stand over the dog or whatever like th- that scene is actually really nerve-wracking to watch and, yeah it uh, is um that like th- that that's the kind of thing where it's like Zack snyder knows how to like craft a scene he just can't make a really great movie but like individual things like that i think are really effective in, in a movie like this definitely that that sequence is probably one of my favorites too the dog sequence and it just gets every time i always forget that 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 girl goes over and tries to rescue this dog and it's always so aggravating it's like oh great now they have to go change their plan up again and it's just like ah Uh, that's the one thing i forever i can never remember that 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 actually happens but it just that proves how into it effective that sequence is too because it's like it's something that's kind of subverts subverts your expectations in a way because yep. you're thinking one thing's going to happen, then something else happens. Uh, some of my one of my favorite shots in this or scenes in this movie is that opening sequence. That opening is probably my one of my favorites in probably any zombie movie. It's just fascinating. You have that that Dick uh, doctor with and you're following this nurse, and she goes home and has a romantic evening with her husband, probably. And then that little girl that sets up that set up a little bit earlier in the movie shows up in their room and ready to lay down some killing and uh bites <laughs> and that whole opening is crazy and the one thing i one gripe is when she hit her head against that bathroom tile she would have been knocked out i think like there's no yeah. way she's getting up from that but it's a movie uh that opening is really heart pounding and this leads into like the opening kind of like credits of it as well so it's it's i thoroughly enjoy the opening of this movie it's a pretty heart pounding and it kind of sets up this world how quickly it goes from zero to 100 just like that yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the, the the opening definitely sets the tone. Yeah, it, yeah, it sets it up in a really good way, and of course, you know, as a person who has played a lot of video games to it and zombies, I couldn't help but re- um, maybe they paid homage or maybe video games got this from the movie too. I kept to look back in the release dates, but Dead Rising, which is a, a video game that stars Frank West, he's a phot- uh, photographer going to you know document this uh, zombie out break and they are in a mall the entire time of the movie this so they have to save the survivors in this mall i'm like did this movie did they plan on having in a mall or was this did this come after the game i can't remember exactly uh the timeline on the years but anyway that i thought that was cool and also you had the gun owner across the the way which you mentioned and resident evil 2 is known for having a gun crazy gun owners or pretty much gun owners that you can feel emotional for too so uh, there's some definitely cool tributes to other zombie things in this film. Yeah, well, I mean, the original was in a mall as well. The original. Oh, Dead. there we go. So then, never mind. See, this is why I need to see that one. So, yeah. Well, I mean, that's but uh, everything else is pretty much different. But like, mm-hmm. what I think is funny is like the year after this comes out, like a forty-year-old version comes out, and there's that scene where Jay is watching Dawn of the Dead, the original, mm-hmm. and I, and I, I was like, and he's like, "Oh, bitch, get out the room, bitch, get out the room." And I, I kept thinking that during this movie, I was like, he could easily be saying it about like that scene or like that scene, but it was obviously the original one, not the one that was coming out probably when they were filming that movie. But 
Yeah, <laughs> but Don't still, it's, it's a, sort of a classic. Like everyone, everyone loves the, Everyone loves this movie. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I th- what I kind of really like about the movie too is that you kind of know when you inter- introduce the characters exactly who they are before they even say a single word. Did you know? It's like, yeah, yeah. you're going to be trouble. Yeah, you're probably going to be trouble, and yeah, you're probably going to be okay. You're, and, or you're dead. You're dead. I, I kind of got that impression from everybody in this movie when you first get introduced to them before they even say anything. Yeah. Did you get that feeling at all? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they, they cast it in that way, though. I mean, you, you got. I mean, Michael Kelly, I think, is like a really underrated talent in Hollywood. But yeah, he you can mm-hmm. tell exactly just by the look on his face. So the first time you see him, like, okay, you know exactly where that character is going. And like Sarah Polly. It's like, why is she in the movie? She's obviously the main character, so it's like, okay, you kind of know what's going on. And then obviously, mm-hmm. Bing Rames is kind of hard to mistake. So, yeah, but that's yeah, a good Bing, point. yeah, Bing Rames in another zombie movie because he was also in Day of the Dead too, or Day of the Dead as well. I'm is he playing the same character? I mean, he probably is. If he's, if probably he's a uh, well, he's in the military in that one. Well, I don't think he's a marine. Is he a marine? Is he the same character? Oh my god. Okay, what's his name in Dawn of the Dead here? Let's see here. Kenneth. Kenneth. Oh, he was in the army. Okay. Okay. Then never mind. I, my uh, my research partner has said that he's in the army. <laughs> fact checker. <laughs> fact checker. Yeah, she's a fact checker. Bing Rames kicks a lot of ass in this movie too. I enjoy his character, even though I, I, it's clear like, well, we're gonna make him a marine. We're gonna tattoo U.S. United States Marine Corps on his arm. Yeah, we're gonna make him. <laughs> so it's very like stereotypical, uh, like casting wise. I think it's pretty cool, but. One person, we're, we're binge watching a show right now, and that's Modern Family. And I totally forgot that Ty Burrell, Phil Dumphy, is in this movie, totally different than any how he is that I kind of know him from the show now. Yeah, so it's kind of kind of crazy after rewatching movies, you recognize people much later before they're actually popular, and so that kind of that kind of threw me off. Uh, guard especially after you see the in credits like he's like this playboy and like uh he's totally a nerd in modern family <laughs> and so he's totally different but uh it just kind of proves that he's kind of maybe a, a good actor so have you ever like come across like i i know him from this thing and then i go back and rewatch him i totally forget that he's in and he's totally different than i imagined him being well i, mean, I can't not off the top of my head but yeah i mean that, that kind of thing happens a lot especially when you are uh, get to know them from something like a sitcom where you've seen them for hundreds of hours of whatever and then all of a sudden you're like oh yeah they did that like even before or like in the middle of that or, you know yeah yeah it's, and Ty, it's... Ty is genuinely interesting in this movie <laughs> yeah he just randomly has a boat and he has his keys with him all the time so <laughs> yeah he's a he's a pretty interesting character um is there anything that you absolutely just didn't didn't click well with you on this movie not necessarily i mean i knew what i was getting into this time because like just knowing that it's Zack snyder you kind of Get, get the idea that's going to be a straight action movie because I didn't remember that much of it because it had been like a long time since mm-hmm. I watched it but I mean for me it was it was a, just a really kind of really good looking and pleasing zombie action movie and that that's really all I could ask for when well going into a Zack Snyder movie yeah I, I definitely agree and then consider I'm, I'm gonna be very interested to see how you know he retackles another zombie movie because we have army of the dead coming out on netflix and it's kind of cool that it's going to in the theaters now which i will be going to see in a few hours uh pretty stoked about that but um it's gonna be interesting to see how different or how maybe some of the same 
instead of being in a mall this time it's in vegas so there's so much different more possibilities for cool um, zombie kills there and you have a pretty pretty good cast in that movie as well so i'm very intrigued to see how he goes back into the world of zombies are you excited for army of the dead by chance and uh you think well, it's, sure, it's another zombie movie but i mean i i was i wasn't even that aware of it until like just really recently so which i mean i don't know how a movie like that could sneak up on people like this one did because I mean, Zack snyder is as big a name in the industry as anybody i think dawn of the dead would have been a fun movie to watch on the big screen too just you can't help you've seen a good action movie and how clean and crisp this movie was it definitely would be a cool big screen uh, watch for me anyway and any last closing remarks on dawn of the dead uh well like for you I definitely go watch the original too because uh, yeah, yeah, I need that, to watch it. Yeah, yeah, the original's got some crazy shit in there too. But yeah, I mean, this this is a, I think this is as good as Zack Snyder can get. So yeah, I definitely like I said, it feels doesn't feel like a Zack Snyder movie until you realize, oh, it's Zack Snyder. You can and, see uh, certain things when you know that though. Like there are certain times I was like, okay, this seems like almost like it's building to like a superhero kind of scene. And, like I, I could see how why he went into the comics after this. Yeah, but that's a good point but there's also certain elements too like that that he was able to do in this movie that i don't like that whole this the dread i put this on the thumbnail for the set the reason i'll show this pop it up again that lady on the my right hand side there that when that she, you she clearly gets wielded out by a wheelbarrow from that truck yeah. it's like there's some bad things about to happen it didn't pay <laughs> off like i thought it was going to be but then it's like some crazy stuff is about to go down. The whole the whole world got flipped over on that right there. So he does. He's a he's an effective director, but a lot of he relies a lot on the superheroes, and he's definitely a a fan director, a fan uh, a fan of movies. He's a director for those people. He's not making the films for critics, really. So there's pros and cons to that, I guess. But yeah, one thing I want to not held down by the like uh, being a uh, by a source material. And stuff. He, he's not. He's not. He's he's able to do what he wants to do and not have to try to please the comic fans because like zombie fans are fans of basically any kind of zombie movie, and he's able to do, play with the the stuff and make it a, a Snyder movie in in some ways. But he's he's not held down by having to withstand the mythology of everything and in uh, which he he's, he can't really do that well, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, that's that's a good point too. Uh, I guess. It, one last thing I'll say about the movie is that it definitely provided one of the most unique and grossest uh, scenes in, I've seen in a zombie movie, and that is the pregnancy scene when uh, there's a baby zombie that comes out. Uh, that that scene is just kind of gross and hard to watch at times, but it's so it's effective. It does what it, it does, and you can slowly see the deterioration of the one character. Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but you see his deterioration. Uh, as he goes from this this guy who just wants to g g protect his girl, then all of a sudden you you reveal that there's a scratch on her, and then you kind of kind of realize that she's going to turn into a zombie, but you don't quite realize there's going to be a zombie baby. Uh, yeah, pretty uh, cr crazy, especially when that they shoot off that blood. Uh, he's like, "Oh, the baby's coming now." <laughs> it's like, "Oh no, don't show <laughs> this scene, please." Probably one of the best pregnancy scenes since Knocked Up. I would say that probably one of the best pregnancies. That, there's a power rankings right there for uh, almost sideways. Well, best pregnancy pieces of a woman. Oh yeah, good gap. Yeah. Oh my god, heartbroken again. Heartbroken. Just as just as disturbing, <laughs> but in a different yeah, way. Oh my, in a totally different way. Uh, anyway, 
Well, that's our quick thoughts on Dawn of the Dead. Did you guys like this film? Do you guys not like it? Well, anyway, Todd, uh, what other things about zombies are you a huge fan of before we wrap up this show? What are some of like your favorite kills that you've seen or uh, or if there's another movie you want to shout out real quick? This is the time to do it. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, we went through a lot of the ones I wanted to talk about. I I mean, it, it's hard not to point to, to Bill Murray becoming a zombie in Zombieland as being something that is just like playing with the genre. They knew exactly what they were doing. And Bill Murray as a zombie is everything you ever wanted in a movie. So, yeah. That's a good call. I love the we have Zombie Land we mentioned in passing, but we haven't really discussed it. I would love to go in a deep dive of that movie at, at some point because it's a yeah. fun movie. Placing the tropes, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, great in it. The whole cast of that movie, great cast, well, well, well casted, and Bill Murray, um, the tippy top of the 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 upper the A list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, supposedly it was uh, Mark Hamill was in talks to be that character. Wow, I didn't know that. I am, I'm my granted my fact checker may get back to me a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I heard that it was part, like Mark Wahlberg and some other names were mentioned in them. They they settled with Bill Murray, and I'm glad they did with Bill Murray because it it his comedic timing is just everything that make that that movie work. And especially, I love his little dig at Garfield and that whole like little quick little thing about. Oh, do you like uh? What is kind of girlfriend does your uh, or boyfriend does your uh, your sister like? A uh, bad boys and drops the popcorn and then leads into that that the Bill the Bill Murray shooting scene. That's a well, great one. And his death his death takes like you know a minute. <laughs> like even though he's like already dead, and then he comes back and like and then uh, Emma Stone's just like he still gets me. <laughs> you know he still gets me. <laughs> yeah, and uh. Yeah, that whole good zombie line. We should do this one because I love. It's like I haven't cried that hard since Titanic, and he's like he's drying his tears with money. <laughs> Woody Harrelson is great in that one as well. So. Twinkies, Twinkies. Not I, I hate snowballs. The consistency, <laughs> not the false advertising, and it's, he's like throwing it at the thing because the the shop said they had Twinkies and they didn't. Yeah, that's uh. Oh. Now it makes me want to watch Zombieland and, or, and do maybe do a double feature review. Zombieland and Zombieland Double Tap. There we go. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else, any other movies that I, let me see on my list real fast that I mentioned. I um, pretty much, I think I mentioned all of them. Like Night of the Living Dead, I'm trying to, I'm, we're probably going to rewatch that soon because Arlette's never seen it and she owes me some Criterion movie watches. So I'm like, Night of the Living Dead, I think if you liked you're going to like that one. It's not that scary. Very effective sequence with the daughter uh, in the basement. Uh, that's a really impactful scene uh, that really kind of sticks with you from that sequence. Obviously, it's, it's also on my thumbnail, too, kind of her turning. Uh, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Line of the Living Dead, one of my favorite movies, a four-star movie. I probably I'm redoing my top 100. Loki, I think it's in there. It makes it the top 100. Not 100% student term. It I enjoyed it so much. Like it's it's a great movie. And I, of course, I was a fan of horror. I kind of have to throw some horror movies in my top my top 100 too. So I think it's a deserve. I think it's a deserving film to be in the conversation for one of the, some of the best movies ever made. Because it's yeah. I mean, it's a it's a landmark movie and uh, it's like a, pretty much the birth of what independent movies became. And, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, horror movies can have any budget, and they can still be just as effective. And that movie is every bit as effective as it was back then. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely, uh, yeah, I've, man, yeah, it's a, uh, it's such a fascinating conversation with these zombie movies. So we we probably have to come back at a different date and start diving into some other ones, like in more in detail to maybe doing like the almost sideways deep dive style with like the MVP and the LVP for some kind of movie at some point. Yeah. Always a good thing. And, and then also now that we mentioned top 100, I think we should do a top 100 reveal show. I've been saying that for a long time. Um, but if we should, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Cause yeah, my, mine is way, way outdated. Yeah, my yeah, Air Force One top one hundred. There we go. <laughs> no, funny fact though, I was at the theater watching Spiral this last week, and um, on one of the newbie trivia's at the AMC, there's like, what scene is this from? I was like, Air Force One. It's Air Force One, and yeah, it was. I was like, it's Harrison Ford, man. One of my favorites. You know <laughs> so, that movie well. <laughs> I know. Hey, if you ever guys do a deep dive from a 1997 film, Air Force One, I'm on board for it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I love that movie so much. Nostalgia, I guess. I've only seen it part. once, but I mean, I I could see why it could be one of those that you you could just really be super re- rewatchable. Yeah, like same thing with like Armageddon. I know that that movie's not the greatest, but there's something about that movie in that year that just I I can, I can rewatch that movie and just like, yeah, I'm not I'm overlooking these flaws. I don't even care. <laughs> it's a fun, entertaining movie. Anyway, I think that's a good spot to uh, maybe wind it down and uh, come back at a different date and talk more movies. So what do you think? Anything else you wanted to say? Uh, well, I have a quote. Uh, oh, yeah, quote of the day. That's good. Have this podcast, uh, which is from Ty Burrell's character, Steve. And he says, it's nice to see that you've all bonded through this disaster. And yes. I'm glad you said that quote because I kind of felt like the last little bit. I'm like, I'm uh, maybe it's the whiskey talking, but I'm kind of buzzed. So there we go. Mr. Ward, how would you like to make $50 million on a warm summer's evening? On a train bound for nowhere, met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, Son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces. Think about it. Everything we did, all those people we saved. The way they held their eyes. Look what it does. So you don't mind my but what if? I can see you're out of base. What if just once? We did something just for us. You ready to play? There's two hundred million dollars in the vault beneath the strip. With a 32-hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back.
They're not what you think they are. They're smarter. They're faster. They're organized. The best that you can hope for is to die. Oh, Scheiße. You got And we are going to be talking about Zack Snyder's latest addition into the zombie stratosphere, I guess. This is also the latest Netflix film that's opening wide release on Netflix, but also was able to release in Cinemark, which is a really big deal this last weekend in which I was able to see it on the big screen. And that is Army of the Dead. Now, if you're new to the channel, I love talking about movies and having great conversations with you guys, as well as my other co-hosts as well, Zach Terry and Todd. Today's conversation is going to be based off Army of the Dead and Zack Snyder and in his zombie verse as well. I just reviewed Dawn of the Dead from 2004. You can check that review out right above my head. That just dropped yesterday. Anyway, uh, today's review, I'm really excited to talk about Army of the Dead. I've been sitting on this for quite a bit. I actually saw it on the 15th, which I'm really excited. I was able to see it in the, on the big screen because I, I think they're really made me like the movie even more um so today i got my maker's mark here i'm gonna take a little uh, sip here as i give you guys my review it's gonna make something new doing some reviews here so here we go when a zombie outbreak happens in las vegas a group of mercenaries decides to go in and pull off a great heist at one of the casinos there and try to take the money out of the vault that is just sitting there it's just begging to be stolen in this vault the mercenaries take on this task led by their big, big dog, Dave Batista. And he's definitely a bright spot in this film for me. I thoroughly love Dave Batista in pretty much every movie that I've seen him in, even from the, some of the smaller roles to Guardians of the Galaxy to Spectre, Blade Runner 2049, even Stuber. I enjoyed him in that film. I don't know. Maybe it's just my wrestling instincts in here. And I've been a fan of his, uh, especially when he was WWE. Big fan of Dave Batista, and I think this film is what he has really shined in. He, you can say what you will about the other cast of characters, but Dave Batista is definitely such a strong character in this film. He brings a great persona. You can tell that this guy's a very a working actor. He wants to get better at honing his craft. And he definitely seeing that he's paying his dues, taking roles like this one. Uh, considering he was, he actually turned down a bigger, uh, bigger film and the Suicide Squad. If I remember reading that correctly, he chose to do the Army of the Dead instead of the Suicide Squad, which is kind of a big deal, considering he had ties to James Gunn with Guardians. He has a, a pretty amazing relationship with the, the late young actress who plays his daughter. Her name is Ella Purnell, which I thought she was really good in this one. Kind of. Uh, Kind of not really doing a ton, but also is able to move that her. She was a character that moves the plot along really well, but also can is a character that isn't reliant on other men. She can hold her own in these battles as well. Uh, 
there was some anticipation going into this movie for me because I loved Dawn of the Dead. And I wanted to see, and also Zack Snyder's Justice League. I really liked those films. And Zack Snyder has been a director that has been hit or miss for me. I like a lot of his films. I, I do thoroughly enjoy the Justice League. I do think his new the new version is very good. Watchmen is one of my favorites. And the Dawn of the Dead film. There's some films that I definitely missed the mark for me, like Sucker Punch, for instance. And even 300, I'm not a big fan of. This one, I feel, kind of falls in the middle. However, but in this film, they are definitely terrifying. There are some really amazing sequences from uh, zombies ripping people apart to even moments where our mercenaries have to tiptoe in in a casino and not touch any of the zombies as they're in, I guess what they would say, hibernation. Another thing I really loved about this movie was some of the witty dialogue. Some of the characters are quite funny, and I did have, find myself laughing quite a bit. I the, the subtle humor that this film does have is I was refreshing. Maybe I was just, just seeing it on the big screen, being back in the theater once again, seeing a big blockbuster film. And I guess that's another big cool point is that this is the, maybe the kickoff of blockbuster season. And But it's also very interesting that the kickoff of blockbuster season is by a Netflix film. And I think having the Cinemark uh, kind of buying the rights to a Netflix film and having a release the week before the actual Netflix release is actually a really smart move. And I hope to see, uh, this happen going moving forward on some of these bigger films because this is a this is a game changing move that Cinemark was able to pull off and I think for the most part this movie is uh, worthy time to see in the big screen if you're able to. There are some negatives here, but I, I want to talk about some more of the positive things I really loved about this film and I think some of the cast of characters definitely need to be talked about here. I loved this one character. His name was Ludwig Dieter. He was the the, the safe cracker. Um, I don't can't pronounce his name really well, but his uh, Matthias. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but uh, the guy who plays Dieter here, the, the the safe cracker, was one of my favorite parts of the movie. He has really a cool pivotal moment that I thoroughly uh, will remember for the rest of the year. I really enjoyed it. Uh, some of his humor here and uh, his little uh, witty moments that he shares with another character here uh, are amazing and i really just kind of adored this character uh, a lot more than maybe the movie was intending me to do and i always seem to do that with some minor characters here uh, there's a character also played by nora arnzetter uh, who plays she plays lily or the coyote she's the escort of the group leading the people into vegas i thought that that's actually a pretty cool little character there seeing her being able to lead a group and also hold her own and actually know a lot about the zombies where the other characters didn't know a thing going into this because in this film the zombies are really self-contained in the vegas area so having a person be able to know a little bit more and give you some background to the characters i think that was a really smart decision the filmmakers were able to do here one of my favorite sequences in the entire movie um, and also maybe goes to one of my favorite characters in the movie and this character is chambers her name is samantha joe's not a big actress or anything like that but from what i heard from what i was hearing and reading is that she's actually a, a stunt performer and she had a, a pretty pretty dang big role that i hope leads to a little bit more action movies as well uh there's a sequence here that is very amazing. She is a kick-ass character that really holds her own. And even my wife and I were like just amazed by the what she was able to do in this sequence. Hold her own, kick some ass, zombie ass. And it was just really brilliant to see. That's definitely one of my favorite sequences. And that's one sequence I'm really looking forward to re-watching 
on my surround sound system at home when it pops up tomorrow. Really excited to watch that. Chambers is one of my favorite characters, along with Dieter, uh, and of course, Batista's Scott Ward. One of the cool things I love about zombie movies is that sometimes they change the lore because we don't know what zombies truly will be in uh, real life if they ever do exist. <laughs> Hopefully not. But anyway, uh, they changed something here, and I really kind of enjoyed it. There is this zombie queen, and she is quite terrifying. It it reminded me of a circus delay performers brought to life in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, her movements were her movements were precise, but also terrifying. It is uh, her menacing looks and cowls and her clicks of her tongue, and her uh, her body language was kind of chill inducing. And I thoroughly just was all for it. I love that uh, menacing performance just by an appearance by this zombie queen. And seeing the relationship that the, the zombie king actually inevitably does have with her, and that that uh, those moments that they face, those minor moments they do share, and there's a kind of an interesting little thing here that I'm not going to mention, but you should definitely watch. You'll know what I what I'm talking about. I was something that I was not expecting that really kicks off this uh, big battle, I guess, between the mercenaries and the inevitable battle between the mercenaries mercenaries and zombies. I think that was done really well. Before I get into my bat, I'm going to take another drink of my Maker's Mark. I'll go into my negatives here. There are some things I want to talk about, and that is that this movie is way too long. Uh, sitting in about uh, an hour and 48 minutes, uh, over to 28 minutes longer than two hours. Uh, I feel like the movie's way too long. I grant it, make it two hours, 10 minutes. No problem. I'm okay with that. But considering that the first half of the movie, which is about 40 minutes before they actually even get back to Vegas, uh, definitely felt like it was dragging. I get it. They're trying to build backstory and uh, the relationships of each character. And however, I just felt like it was overly long and played out. And some of the characters that they introduce in this, I just do not enjoy whatsoever. There's a plot line here where they, uh, a mom who, who, um, is trying to get some money for her kids so they can get out of this camp encampment that's next to the uh, Las Vegas. She sneaks in to break into a slot machine, but she doesn't come back. So of course, uh, Scott Ward's daughter, Dave Batista's daughter in the film, uh, wants to go find her, and the movie doesn't take into account the ending of the film for them, and they just kind of disappear. And I didn't really care for that. Uh, they seemed like they were just there to be extra characters and they served no purpose to the main story. I think they could have been that storyline could have been cut out completely and it would have been the same exact film. Some of the other characters here, there's another uh, couple characters that I just didn't care for. The main guy that sends the, uh, this mercenary team out, it. I understand you have to have this guy that sends, gives them a task to go do, but the guy who plays their sidekick, he he's a familiar face, but I can't quite pinpoint where he's at. Didn't really care for him. He just kind of seemed out of place in this uh, this film, and it didn't he didn't really work for me. I get he's just basically the playing the jackass character in this movie, which you always have to have in a zombie film. One of the characters I haven't mentioned quite yet. It's kind of a positive, but also kind of kind of a negative in, in a way, and that is uh, Marina Pe Peters, who plays the airline helicopter pilot, and that's uh, played by Tick Nataro. Nataro's very funny comedian. I loved her Netflix special, and I thought it was was really funny. She's rather rather funny here. A lot of really funny lines. Apparently, she was all CGI in this movie too. She wasn't actually there because she was a last minute replacement for another actor who had some allegations come out against him. Uh, regardless, if you believe the allegations against that 
actor. It it's kind of a bummer for him because uh, he was kind of a bigger name face, I guess, uh, and pretty funny as well. However, I understand why the directors and the, the film crew and the studio decided to take inevitably take him out of the movie uh, because they're not going to support that. And I get that. However, you know, proven until uh, innocent until proven guilty, regardless what you feel about the actor. And I know my thoughts on him and I'm not the biggest fan of uh, his comedic style. And, you know, regardless of if I believe the account or not i we still have to stand by those those core val those core values of innocent until proven guilty no matter what um and so they're making quick judgments um on stuff but anyway and you have to have some kind of uh you have to take you know i look back at older films of people who have come out as guilty and you have to kind of you know look at the art not the artist type of thing and um Anyway, that's more than what I wanted to get into it, but I thought that I should at least address something here in this thoughts. But overall, guys, I think that this movie played off really well on the big screen. I want to see how it transitions into the little screen. I really love Dave Bautista here. I think he's great in everything. I loved the relationship between him and his daughter in this film, as well as the other cast and crew. I think he really brought some really powerful, heartfelt moments. The action in this film that Zack Snyder does bring in is uh, maybe some of the most brutal action um, of his two zombie movies. There are some really cool characters here, like this zombie queen. I thoroughly wanted to see more of in this film the action here is top notch for this kind of zombies genre and i did like some of the side characters and some of the humor that played in here it broke up the monotony of some of the just action 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 sequences my negatives though are going to be pretty uh, strong it almost holds the movie back here and it's the pacing of it at times feels a little draggy because of the length the length is kind of a big thing it's, uh, at least on netflix you get people to pause it but I still feel like that two hours, 42 minutes is way too long for this movie. Inevitably, though, I originally had one thought rating for the website, but I, I'm going to go up a notch. I give this movie a 2.5 out of four stars. I think this is a thoroughly entertaining film that you should definitely check out and enjoy. And I, a lot of people are going to love this movie. Anyway, what do you guys think of Army of the Dead? Did you like it more than I did? Did you have the same thoughts as I did? Let me know in the comments section down below. Again, my name is Adam. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button and join the conversation. We've got one more shot of whiskey here. So bottoms up. You guys have a good one.